Confused Podcast. As always, is Marlo joined by Casey. Casey, I'm not going to ask how you're doing. Uh, but we do have we do have football to talk about. Yeah. You know, Marlo, there are some days where it's fun to have a podcast where you get to talk about your team. Today's not one of those days. Today is not one of those days. But here we are. I'm going to talk about some football, a little bit of basketball. Nothing good happened, though, so... Yeah, let's buckle in. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I feel yeah. It wasn't a good weekend. All, all in. Um, I do know the feeling of dreading, dreading the podcast, so... <laughs> We'll uh, we'll try to we'll try to come through this. We'll, we'll work through this this one together. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, good, good. We'll do it. We'll get through it together. All right. Let's start with Packers losing NFC Championship game at home to Tampa Bay, thirty-one twenty-six. Uh, I guess in general, well, I think you're going to have to kind of carry me through this podcast, but I'm gonna gonna do do the best that I can. But let's start just a high level. Being a Wisconsin, a fan in Wisconsin of the Badgers, of the Packers, of the Bucks, of the Brewers, it's just tough. <laughs> it's been tough uh, for about a decade now. Uh, we get into big games and we lose them <laughs> all the time. <laughs> game seven playoffs in uh, baseball, NFC Championship games in football, uh, Big Ten Championship games, Rose Bowls in. Uh, college football national title game i mean it's just been kicking the nuts after kicking the nuts and today was another one uh i i'm gonna go through the game i guess in a little bit but i just wanted to start with that kind of high level what was your today what was your level of hope for the game where were you at i still think we're a better team than the buccaneers i do too um I mean, I guess the good thing about this game, the good thing, it doesn't make sense to word it that way. Um, it felt over at the start of the second half. So, like, we almost had a comeback, which, I I don't know. I, I, emotionally, it was weird because, like, I checked out <laughs> emotionally after the first touchdown in the second half. Um uh, so, like, my hopes got up, ob- obviously, after uh, Brady started throwing interceptions. Um, but going into today, I was very confident. I was, I felt very good. I felt like we were the better team. I, we were at home. I thought we had a really good chance to win uh, going into the game. Basically, up until the touchdown right before uh, halftime, I felt confident we were going to win the game. Yeah. Um. And then I, I honestly felt confident that we were going to come back at the end, too. Um, so I guess overall, I, I felt really good about the game. And even now, looking back, like I just have a list here of like complaints and things that went wrong um, for the Packers, and I feel like they definitely lost this game much more than the Buccaneers, especially Tom Brady, won it. Yeah, I think it's I, – I don't – I think those are that's, – that's pretty fair – I mean, Tom Brady ends up throwing three interceptions. You don't win, you usually don't win too many games. Your quarterback throws three interceptions in the playoffs. Um, you do have a long list of things here, so I don't <laughs> want to step on your toes, but <laughs> but I agree that like for me, and that that's um, well, I guess for me on my side, like I when the when the that the touchdown you talked about before the end of the half, I, I don't know how you let that happen. Yeah, 
but uh, I think I was checking the temperature late uh, early in the second half, and then you made the the mini comeback. And I once he got it within eight, I fully expected the Packers to win. Yeah, I, I fully expected the uh, Rodgers to do something miraculous, especially as the interceptions were, were coming up. That that was it, and that was going to be the end of it. Obviously, it, it did come up short. Uh, I think you're going to talk about some of the reasons or, or, or some calls yeah. that, that could have been there. But it was uh, didn't go as, as – you know, I don't think – the game didn't go as, as expected until the end. I thought it would be much – I thought it would be a closer back and forth. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, that, that each side of the half really just kind of put Tampa Bay up and, and – and, I don't want to say they didn't look back because they definitely looked back because we almost caught them, but that was really the separator in the game. And Tom Brady had three interceptions. Uh, Packers had two turnovers. I mean, it was a relatively turnover-full game uh, when you think about kind of where it was in the postseason. You don't normally see that. Uh, The difference was kind of when and where the turnovers happened. Um, Brady's were all – two of his were on third down, right? And they were essentially punts, right? He just threw it up. Uh, but there are still turnovers. One, we were able to return a little bit. Um, but I think our starting field position after the turnovers were the 25, our own 25, whereas Rodgers' interception uh, was on the 50, and obviously the fumble was returned back to, what, the 7 or something. So they had 14 points off those two no- turnovers because they were on a short field well where our interceptions weren't. Um, we're deep in our we're deep in our territory, so uh, there's a lot of talk out there. I guess I'm I've seen already about kind of the the turnover battle as you kind of brought up there, and I think that's one of the key differences in 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 the outcome of those. So let's start at the end, I guess. Uh, the pass interference call on third down, and I know you can show a still and you can watch and see the shirt being tugged. But for that call to be made when so much wasn't called, and I can say both ways, but I really saw, didn't see much of the Packers defensive backs holding. I saw Tampa Bay holding the Packers wide receivers all game, and on three specific plays I want to point out. Uh, One, they turned Devontae Adams in the end zone on the final drive. Uh, That should have been called and wasn't. Uh, After one of the interceptions, it was third and 13, I think it was, uh, and Lazard got held twice uh, on both of his cuts right in the middle of the field. They didn't call it. And on the interception, right before half, Lazard was held. The defensive back was all over him, and Lazard had inside leverage. He pulled his shoulder pad back and was able to get in front of him. All three of those were as obvious as the pass interference that was called and weren't called. So I'm not – like you can look at that play in a vacuum – and I can say, yes, that was Patrick Ferentz, or yes, that was holding. But when you put it in context of the, how the whole game was officiated, it's an absolutely brutal call. Um, and if you're swallowing the whistle the rest of the game, you have to swallow it there. Yeah, very, very surprised. It was a, like most playoff games, it was, they weren't, it, it, the down the field and, and passing and defense, these are backs. We're, they're letting them put their hands on them, they're letting them play a little bit, and then to... In the totality of all, I agree that that was that was a ticky tack foul in relation to all everything else that they let go during that game. Oh, so I mean, it's just frustrating because like I I have to make the I'm trying to make the argument in the totality, but you look at it and yeah, he pulls on a shirt, uh, but 
that didn't prevent him from catching the ball. That the ball was overthrown, and then at the end of it, he like f- dives on the ground. Uh, you know, he f- throws himself forward. The wide receiver did, uh, kind of selling the call, and that just made it even more frustrating. Um, that call ended up being so pivotal because our head coach made a call that uh, I guess is much maligned, and I still don't. Really, I'm trying to think of so kicking the field goal is what I'm talking about. Fourth and goal. From what was it, the six, the seven, something like that. Um, elects to kick a field goal, down eight to go down five. I just, I, I it's a, it's inexcusable, right? Is there a reason to kick? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know if he said anything after the game. Um, he said essentially like it felt right at the time, or that was the right decision. It felt like the right decision at the time. I mean. It makes the the only lo- I guess the only logic is you have to score a touchdown anyway. Let's take the field goal now, get the stop, then we can score the touchdown and win the game. But you don't. You, either way, you have to make the stop. Right. And they didn't make the stop. So if you you just have to go for it there. You just have to go for it and live with it. Um, and 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 he didn't. He kicked the field goal and. I, I, I don't know what else to say. It was the wrong decision in the moment. Um, I kind of, when he kicked the field goal, I was like, okay, now if we get the ball back and win, I'm like, wait, we were at the seven. We like, we had one more chance to go for it. Um, inexcusable. Um, so those are kind of the, the end uh, kind of complaints or, or things that ended the game. How we got there uh, to the point where I'm complaining about a pass interference call and I'm complaining about a field goal um, attempt instead of going for it on fourth down. Really, from the start of the game was third down defense. Tampa Bay finished 9 of 14 uh, from third down, but I think they started the game something like 6 of 6 or 7 of 7. Um, not only that, you add in the fourth down that they got at the end of the first half. Just The defense could not get off the field in the first half and really just gave points to Tampa Bay, gave possession to Tampa Bay that they shouldn't have had. Uh, some of those were really long. Like I th- They were like at 1.6 of 7 from third down with an average down to go of 8.8, <laughs> which is insane that they were converting all of these. Uh, and just in general, the defensive game plan, just on third down in specific, but in general, just it was off. It was off today. We didn't get the pressure that we needed. Uh there was some weird calls. The weirdest one is at the end of half where Kevin King's out on an island. We have one deep with six seconds left. We have one uh, safety deep with six seconds left. I know you're thinking like, oh, they're going to throw an out and kick a field goal. Fine. <laughs> Make them do that. You cannot give up a touchdown um, on that play. Uh, no. and the defense just, it wasn't there today. It was, it was, they finally showed up in the second half, but that first half they just allowed Tampa Bay to move the ball too much and made it look easy for Tom Brady. Um, we talked about kind of the sequence at the end of the first half, start of the second. Uh, Kevin King had a real tough day. Kevin King had a real tough day. He was the one who committed the pass interference on the last play. He was the one who gave up the touchdown uh, right before the half, and he gave up the touchdown where he jumped, I don't know, two seconds too soon <laughs> on, the, on the first one. Uh, first touchdown to Evans, a play he could have made. He, he might have been able to intercept that ball, but he just jumped way too soon. Uh, he's been okay throughout the year. He, I mean, throughout his career, he's been injury-plagued, but he had an absolutely brutal day uh, and kind of two of the worst mistakes of the day resulting in the loss. Um, 
that's those are my list of complaints, Marlon. That's all I really got now. <laughs> Gotta be longer, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say. I think having the. Um, I, I guess I just go back to I can't, I can't get over not going for it while you're down at the seven yard line with Aaron Rodgers and you're all, I mean and especially at that point in the game the offense was was really clicking yep um and, and going for it and that was that's kind of a difference in the game I don't maybe that's why they get paid the big bucks and I don't but I don't see how you don't go for it well he's uh, I mean he's getting roundly ripped for it so like it's it it, it in as it played out was the wrong decision and even in the moment everybody felt like it was the wrong decision yeah. Yeah. I I saw it put this way. He, he bet on Mike Pettin's defense over Aaron Rodgers. Right. And it's not a good bet. The way this game went, I mean, you could say like in the second half the defense kind of shored up and got some stops. Um but But you have Aaron Rodgers. You have Aaron Rodgers you're on the seven or whatever it was, and like you haven't really gotten stops all day. So it's just extremely frustrating not to go for it there. Um, also, on the um, third down there, uh, where there was pass interference, there was a clear hold on Richard Gary um, rushing around the end that wasn't called. So that was fun, too. Um, I mean, again, if you're letting him play, that's fine, which you did all game until one play, until, until the last play, the, mo- the crucial play. The penultimate play, I think, uh, is is a vocab word we can use there. Uh, but again, I'm just complaining about about referees. And in all honesty, uh, I think Green Bay is a better team. Tampa, with the Brady second half interceptions, really let the Packers hang around and stay in it. And when it came down to it, we didn't execute on the offensive end the way we should have at the end of the game, and we didn't execute on the defensive end in the first half the way that we should have. Um, and it's gonna, it's gonna leave a sour taste for a long time. Uh, I mean, we're sitting here now. Rodgers is what one in five in NFC Championship games, and you can look back at so many of them. So he won his first one, presumably, right, and lost the next five. Ah, Jesus. Um, and this is another one where we sit. Like last year, you can shake off. Was it last year? Whatever. Two years ago. Whatever the hell we got beat by San Francisco. Uh, you just went and like, shit, we weren't ready. We weren't a good enough team. That was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was last okay. year. God, I just feel this is a long year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could look at that and be like, we just got our ass beat, right? Like, But this one, like the Seattle one in 2014, uh, we were the be- felt like we were the better team and we, we didn't win it. Uh, so we're going to have another one of those where we sit here and, and feel that way. So... It sucks, um, but I guess, you know, I, I said this when, I think, when was the last time I said this? I say this a lot, because this happens a lot to Wisconsin sports fans, as I said at the beginning. You have to be in important games to lose them, right? <laughs> and unfortunately, Wisconsin sports teams keep getting in, being good enough to get into games that matter and continue to lose them. Well said. Got to be in important games to lose them. Um, so what's uh, well? I guess we can talk. We can talk le- later about what's next. Uh, There's but, already talk about Aaron Rodgers not being the Packers quarterback, and I'm just not okay with this. That doesn't make any sense. He's gonna be the freaking MVP. 
I'm sorry. Like, what, like he's he's what more you want from the guy. No, no, but from a like he wants out standpoint, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought. Okay. Ah, he has I four, three or four years left on his deal. He's the MVP. Um, we were. I, again, I keep going. I keep feeling like such a jerk saying like we were the better. I felt like we were the better team in a game in which we lost. But sometimes it happens. Like we could have, we should have been a Super Bowl team this year. We were good enough to be a Super Bowl team this year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like obviously, I guess you could go and find a better spot if you're Aaron Rodgers. And obviously, this hurts right now and sucks. It sucks for fans too. But um, I just. I, I was like scrolling through Twitter after, which I guess was stupid. And like, there's already like these rumors swirling. I'm just like, I can't even do this right now. I can't even do this right now. So, <sighs> so I guess what, what do you think next year? I mean, we have Aaron Rodgers come back. Uh, Aaron Jones is a free agent and it kind of sucks to think like his last play was that fumble um, yeah. as a Packer. I mean, um, I don't know if, you know, they kind of tabled extension talks, uh, it sounds like he'll test the free agent waters. Uh, I don't know what the defense is going to look like. Uh, we obviously need upgrades in the linebacker and defensive back uh, area. Uh, this game, we definitely miss Bakhtiari. I'm just kind of rambling now as I kind of think about his head. Um, because I tell you, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is not doing what he did to uh, Turner to Bakhtiari today. And Rodgers is having more time and um, – able to to play much more effectively uh so we really missed him today he'll be back next year we signed him up for a long-term contract i think the co- the cap situation is going to be very tricky going forward uh they need to hit in the draft it may be like not drafting quarterbacks and running backs when you already have quarterbacks and running backs um but if aj dylan is going to be a aaron jones replacement i guess that kind of makes sense but like i said i hope it's not because uh, aaron jones is really fun to watch um so we'll see i mean it hurts right now. I feel like we're a Super Bowl team. I think we can be a Super Bowl team next year, but the card's got to fall the right way, right? So. Yep. And they were there. It was there. The game was freaking there. Oh, God. Okay. Well, all right. Anything else? I don't know. I'm just going to keep going on. I can not move on to the Super Bowl. I hurt, my, I hurt my neck during the games at some point. Were you watching by yourself? No, I actually had my parents over. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so I think I w- that calmed me a little bit just because uh, I, I wasn't alone by myself screaming at the TV. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know if I heard it in uh, celebration or frustration. I just know at one point, all of a sudden, I like turned my neck and I was like, oh, <laughs> I think I pinched a nerve. <laughs> so it hurts. Again, powering through it, I'm professional on the podcast. But uh, yeah, yeah, so... Getting a little long in the tooth. Can't even get through a, a playoff game without injuring myself. Stretch before. Yeah, stretch before. I was thinking. I was like, I kind of pinched my neck a lot. I need to look at, you know, do I need to stretch my neck and do some of these things before? All right. All right. Uh, so Packers lose. Tampa Bay is moving on to the Super Bowl. They will be facing the Chiefs who beat the Bills. I don't even know what the final score was, but the Chiefs won easily. Um, I guess... <sighs> I'm just hoping that it's inevitable the Chiefs win and the Chiefs just go and blow out <laughs> Tampa Bay because uh, it looked like it in this game. Uh, the Chiefs just looked too good, too fast on offense, uh, and their defense bothered Josh Allen enough to to not make it attract me. And uh, the Chiefs look like they're gonna they're the best team. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, there wasn't really much to take away from this game uh, other than I hoped the Bills would be able to contain the Chiefs, and they couldn't. Yeah, the Chiefs did you know, what they do best. They get down by – well, they should have been down by double digits, but they missed an extra point. They get down early, and then they just come back and just blow the, <laughs> blow the team out of the water. You know, I and I think the you know obviously the big thing all week was is Mahomes would have played. We all knew he was going to play, uh, but coming back off the protocol or whatever, I wish you had. What would he be like? And it turns out he's still good, and he still has a ton of weapons around him. Yeah. Um. So that's that's nice to have. Yeah, and Josh Allen, for as well as he did this season and in his playoff run, just didn't seem to be able to make the plays that he did uh, last week, the week before. Um, either you know running or throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. Uh, yeah, it just seemed like it was a little too much for Josh Allen. There were a lot of play- he. So I, I'm not going to say pretend I watched a lot of Bills games, but I watched their playoff games, um, and I've watched some of Josh Allen in previous years. And I guess the way I would put it was he kind of reverted back to first and second year Josh Allen. Where he's mm-hmm. just kind of like running backwards or like running around, aim, uh, I don't, aimlessly isn't the right word, but like I guess without direction to be aimless, right? Um, whereas when he's good, Josh Allen, he it seems like he's more purposeful with his movement and he's yeah. more decisive. Uh, in this game, he seemed indecisive and uh, and always on the back foot. Um, and I think obviously a lot of that had to do with the pressure that the Chiefs were able to get. But yeah, he seemed. The moment seemed too big for him, and Mahomes obviously felt right at home. Even turf toe and concussion protocol and all. I did give props to the concussion protocol last week. Yeah, I'm a little. Uh, I'm less thrilled with the concu- the the teeth of the concussion protocol protocol because they basically said, "Oh no, he didn't have a concussion." <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he got out of it uh, out of protocol and it's just kind of like this never happens <laughs> like in a real with a real concussion uh that he's like on Wednesday good to go but okay we're all just going to roll with it that's fine so maybe less teeth in the concussion protocol than i thought last week um so yeah chiefs move on anything else i don't know this game uh no i just wasn't you know wasn't much in, oh, yeah. in the uh Watching, I get it. In the mood, I mean, there was nothing besides, uh, you know, the the Chiefs came out in the second quarter, put up three touchdowns that quarter. That game, the game was over by then. It was, it was done, done deal. Yeah, try to make a midi comeback at the end. Too little, too late. Not gonna matter. Have a nice season. Uh, have a nice season. There wasn't enough folding tables to go around to be able to overcome Pat Mahomes and friends. Yeah, we'll need to get more folding tables for next Here. season. Or folding tables. So that's it. We have our matchup. Yeah. Super Bowl, which one is this? 50... 55? Okay. Here, yeah. we're going to go with that. We got a rematch of what week is this week? 11, 12, 13. Kansas City beat Tampa Bay 27-24 in Tampa Bay, where they'll be meeting again. Um... And it really wasn't that close. Tampa Bay had two late touchdowns. Um, yeah. Who thought that was going to be the Super Bowl matchup? I mean, Kansas City, obviously, people picked. Yeah. Um, no one thought it would be Tampa Bay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
that point, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to go to it. Bears beat Tampa Bay. Bears are basically should be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Bear, Bears should be in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, people thought, you know, Tom Brady would have a chance, right? Because he's Tom Brady. And, um, but still, you have to think going into the playoffs, they were probably the fourth most likely team to make to make the playoffs. Um and they keep talking about how they, I don't know, they got, ah, whatever. I was going to complain that they got to play the Redskins. Uh, I'm sorry, the Washington football team uh, in the first game, but I don't know. It's not really worth an argument making right now. I'm just bitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm just looking at this, and I'm just not excited. And I know I will be. I'll get there, but it's just too raw right now. And I'm, uh, you know, I w- we could- will only watch right now to watch Kansas City just run all over them. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. All right. Well, you want to talk early storylines? Should we start making headlines now? <sighs> yeah, and I'm already going to throw up on the first one you wrote down here. <laughs> Tom Brady. Super Bowl number 10. Uh, storylines going on. Super Bowl number 10. First Super Bowl. Did you, did you, did you, I don't know if you were listening to this way, but the stat, he's already the leading, the uh, leading touchdown thrower for Tampa Bay Bucks history. Yeah, I saw, I, I, I heard that. Um, <laughs> um, so breaking records. Yeah, he's breaking Tampa Bay postseason records in his first year, uh, which is <laughs> crazy. Um, they showed a graphic where he has he had now he has more. He has one more, but at the time he had as many playoff wins as Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers combined. Um, so now he has more. Yeah. To be uh, fair, they didn't have playoffs like they do now when Bart Starr was true, was playing. True. So. true. That is fair. That's a fair point. So. That's true. With the asterisks there, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it without Belichick, so he wins. He wins. That story's going to come up. Very yeah, key. yeah. Um, it's just frustrating because he. I mean, I guess he scored the touchdown, right? He had the three touchdowns, but he. It, I just don't feel like he won this game. It's so frustrating. Because uh, now, even at the halftime of the Chiefs game, they were like, "Wow, you know, Brady was amazing." And it's like he really wasn't in this game. He he floated up two balls that were caught by his wide receivers, jump balls that resulted in touchdowns. Uh, as we talked about, the Kevin King one uh, in the first half could have been an interception. They had another one to Godwin where they just lofted up there, and Godwin went up and got a jump ball over Savage that could have easily been intercepted. Um, and then he had. Three three actual interceptions. <laughs> it didn't feel like he played that well. He got a short field a couple times and whatever. It's just so frustrating. He played like crap in the Saints game too, and they won that one. It's just it's so frustrating. And I'm gonna have to listen to two weeks of it and just hope to God that Mahomes outperforms him in the Super Bowl. I'm so, yeah. So, so yeah, Casey's uh, Casey's early Super Bowl storylines is Brady's not good. Um. So we'll see how that one, see how that tested, how that holds up against Tesla Um I say he hasn't been playing good <laughs> this in this playoffs. Okay, that he All won right. that he won three road games in. All right, fair. What about um, we already talked about this? The first first team to host the Super Bowl in their home stadium to play to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah, That's yeah. I don't. I mean, it's. I don't know. I. It doesn't seem like 
they were talking about this whole time. I, I don't. I guess it's like a familiarity thing, but it's not like they're. It's going to be their fans there, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Of all the years to do that, it had to be this year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but even even so, I mean, it's like it's not like the normal people who go to Bucks games are going to be the ones there with playoff tickets. <laughs> you know, like it's to some extent, it's just neutral people and people you know who come in for the Super Bowl. I, I think it's a benefit from the, kind of the familiarity, familiarity thing a- aspect of it, but I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a cute storyline, but I don't know how much it's going to matter. That's week one storylines in general. If it, uh, if it was like, if it was like it Lambo or something, or you know what I mean? Like a cold weather thing, but it's going to be in Tampa. It's not like the weather is going to play a factor. To benefit the home team, whereas where you'd think like when it, if it was like when it was in New York, if the Giants were in it or something like that, that feels like a bigger deal. I don't know. Again, I'm just negative and don't want to talk about Tampa. But yeah, we'll hear we'll hear a lot about that, Marlo. You're right. We will hear a lot about that. Though their stupid ship, yeah. out there, Trap Stadium. I don't even know why they get the whole Super Bowl. By the way, um, I don't, I don't either. I mean, it's. It seems like you should just do L.A., New Orleans, and Miami, right? Yeah. That's easy yeah. enough. Easy enough. Uh, and then, of course, you got the, the two quarterbacks. We had Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Was he 26, 25, 26? He's 25-something because they said in the AFC Championship game it was two quarterbacks under 20, 25 or under. Yeah. 25-something. Tom Brady's 40, 40-something. So, talk. Is this going to be a change of the guard or the old guard still going to hold ground? Um, that's gonna be cute. That'll be a cute storyline. But to your point, well, we could make early predictions. I don't. I well, it'd be it'd be more of that if Mahomes didn't win last year, right? If somebody else won last year. Yeah, but I mean, Mahomes beat freaking Garoppolo. Yeah, that was last year. I mean, he's beat Josh Allen on the way. He's beat. Uh, well, they did. They did during the the Packer game today. They did that. This was Aaron Rodgers when Tom Brady won his Super Bowl. And he was like in high. He's like a senior in high school. It's like okay, he's like a couple years younger. He's like six years younger than him. Like, yeah. it's not as drastic as um, Patrick Mahomes being when Patrick Mahomes and he's like in the, second grade. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. Either way, you're gonna hear. It. I mean, he's that's eighteen. The, eighteen years. Uh, no, he's gonna be even younger than that, right? Yeah. He's 18 years younger than Tom Brady. So Tom Brady was his first Super Bowl was in his what third year? It's 2000. I don't know. Whatever. I'm doing. It's, 2000, it's 2001. Yeah, Mahomes is like a baby. I don't know. I can't do math on the pod. <laughs> Not today. Not today. Uh, all right. How, how would you feel, Marlo, if your senior picture in your Letterman jacket was what they put on national television when you were playing football when you're 36 years old? Oof. Uh, you probably have a really good Letterman jacket picture, though. Probably. I well, I I don't know. I didn't do that then. I do that a lot now of taking pictures of my son. Be like, this is what they're going to throw up on TV when he's when he's you know when he's a professional athlete. I just know any of my senior pictures would be terrible. It'd be like oh, <laughs> mine, mine would be bad. I you know died of a fro or tips. Nice, good look, Casey. <laughs> nice. Funny. Yeah. All right. Well, those are those are the breakdown early story lines. I'm sure there'll be some other ones. Um 
don't know the odds right now. We have next week to talk about who you got and for you yeah. time to heal a little bit. So we won't won't dive into the actual matchup. <laughs> we'll save it. Save it. We'll save it for next week. You got anything else? Uh, NF or or I should, I should say playoff championship week. Uh no, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Should we move on to yeah another exciting topic? Another exciting topic. <laughs> what a weekend! What a weekend! Oh. What would I tell Friday me? Just be like, just, just get ready. Just you know, you were, you, well, yeah. <laughs> I can go back in time to Friday. Casey, tell past Casey on Friday. And be like, just enjoy this moment where you think you your teams have a chance to win. Just enjoy that your teams are going to be in the game. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, on to the Badgers. Uh, started out well enough, right? Marlowe winning against Northwestern. Um, sure. Kind of, as you talked about last week, kind of catching Northwestern at the right time. Their season seems to be, I'll say falling apart, but they hit a rough stretch, right? Yeah. And I think they just lost to Penn State, too. So, uh, or they beat Penn State, whatever. They played Penn State and it was close. It's not important. But I guess what stood out for me in this game balance attack, defense stepped up. Didn't last long, but defense stepped up in this game. We got some stops. We went through our, you know, couple minutes scoring drought. Um, but we held Northwestern to few enough points that it didn't seem absolutely devastating uh, and held on for a pretty comfortable win at home. Do you have any any interest interesting takeaways from the game, Marlo? Uh, no, pretty, a pretty <laughs> decent game. Yeah. A pretty decent game at all. Like you said, just what we... I'd expected. I think we. I would go into that game expecting to win. Yeah, um, it was a pretty comfortable win. There was a little bit of fight in Northwestern uh, coming back. They got hot in some stretches. I forget the kid's name. Um, they got hot from from outside, but the defense, the interior defense, was better. Yeah, than, um, than games before. So that was that was good to see. Yeah, it's it's just a weird one to talk about because you went into it and you thought, okay, this is what I expect and want to happen. And then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, so it, it, I, I don't know. It, it makes it makes it hard to talk about um, from from that regard. Uh, but uh, Saturday was a different story. Uh, Ohio State came into the Kohl Center, uh, defeated the Badgers seventy four to sixty two. This is when I should have known that this weekend was going to go to hell. Um, and honestly, Marlo, it, the flow of this game it. It never really felt like the Badgers were in it. They were down from the start and stayed down throughout the rest of the game. Yeah. Again, I don't know what's going on in the Cole Center. Um, what? I don't know. The slow starts, the lag of the interior defense. I, my biggest question here is, um, you know, I don't know if – well, no, I don't know. But Mike, uh, Michael Potter, not a very good game by him um, on either side of the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got got a text from another group saying that he was playing a double agent uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> on this game, going for you know for Ohio State. But yeah, it's a frustrating it's a frustrating game. Just when you think like uh, you know Ohio State, I mean they are a ranked team, but it's one of those. Are right, if this it's a gut check game, right? Are we are where we are where where we think we are? Are we where we're supposed to be at this time of the season? And it's like the only consistent player. Who comes in game out no matter what the game? It seems to be Mike. Uh, seems to be Trice. Yeah, 
And then it's kind of what else are we going to get from everybody else? And what we can't afford, which comes through in this game, is like we have to have uh, if Trice, Trice is a constant, we have to have at least two others, and it can't just be kind of one that's that's lukewarm, right? Right. That's not that's not going to work. So I think that kind of that showed us where we're uh, just where we're at. Like we have to we have to be on as a as a collective unit. Mm-hmm. Um, as, to be able to win, you know, win against the upper, I'll call it the upper, upper, upper tier teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think you kind of hit uh, a ref talked about the, the, the issue in this game and what was good at Northwestern was our interior defense and what was bad in this game was our interior defense. Uh, just Potter and Reavers were not up to the task against the forwards of Ohio state. Uh, they ended up shooting 51% from the field in the moment, it felt like they shot a lot better from three. Uh, Ohio State did they finished five of sixteen, so not really there. But on the offensive end, uh, it was too much selling for threes. We shot twenty eight threes in the game, and some of that is you're down, right? So you're trying to, to you know get back into it. But uh, Davison one for six, Potter zero oh for four, Reavers zero oh for three, and every time Reavers takes a three now, I just cringe. It's it, it's it's so tough. He ended up with 11 points, uh, all from, uh, I guess, inside the paint or inside the free throw, th- three point line, excuse me. Um, yeah, just not enough on the defensive end, uh, stopping them, and then just too much selling for threes. And I guess, it, I don't know, I kind of look at it and go, so we shot seven of 28. If we shoot our normal percentage that we've been shooting all year, you know, we probably win this game, but you got to recognize in game when those aren't happening, right? Uh, you got to recognize when the shots aren't falling. You got to come up with something different, uh, and they just didn't do this that in this game. Uh, and even we even wasted a four for eight from Aleem Ford. <laughs> That's not. We're not gonna get that back soon. That was because he he hit what those two, and we got it within four. Yep, and uh, just weren't able to weren't able to close it. Um. Yeah, I think you're right that this was a a, a, a check on how good how good we are because I think Ohio State's a good team. Um, and it's one you think you got to win. You know, in the Big Ten, you got to win at home because I think you win this, especially after Iowa uh, lost to uh, Indiana during the week. You know, you, you win this, you're sitting at seven two, you're tied atop the conference, and you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You know, we lose this now. We're sitting at six and three, and we're muddled in uh, still the top half, obviously, but um, you know, muddled with a bunch of other teams, including Ohio State, who's now sitting at six and four. So, just disappointing. Um, and again, I just, just settling for so many threes. Um, and sometimes, you know, uh, like they say, when you're open, sometimes you're open for a reason. And maybe just pass that one up every once in a while. Try to get the ball inside. I don't know. It was a dis- disheartening game. I'm just, I don't know if I felt this disheartened in the moment, <laughs> but right now, looking back on it, I really do. Um, but I just remember watching this game and I just felt checked out from it. Like, I just, it just felt like the first, what, three or four shots for Ohio State went in and I was like, just not our day. <laughs> it's just, I don't feel like it's going to be our day. And that proved out. Yeah, it proved out good because it, it didn't even seem. I would say fight, but it was just the way like they got the first down. We were always down ten mm-hmm. or more. 
uh, until until you know the last five minutes or so, there was some. We got it down to four, but you know, it just seemed to be that that that's that, that difference wasn't going to be. Oh, I had a stat. I had a stat. Um, that's part defense. Uh, it took the Badgers until nine twenty nine in the second half before they strung two stops together. Jeez, that's not going to do it. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, a stat from the Packers. Um, Packers were the first team to attempt a field goal and trailing by four to eight points in the final three minutes of the game since Dan Quinn did it for the Falcons when they lost in 2015. Oof. That's not a good, that's not a good place in the history book to be. That sucks. All right. All right. The only team, well, I shouldn't say the only team because I think... Um, hockey. Hockey. One well, women's hockey beat the crap out of St. Cloud State because it's not a state. Um, <laughs> and what did, did the men? The men lost. Was that Saturday? Uh, well, I didn't look up the men. I know the women swept St. Cloud State. The men played Penn State, and I know they lost one of the games. I don't know what the other one was. But volleyball is back, Marlo. Volleyball is back. I watched both games, and I love when Badgers teams win. <laughs> it's just. So nice to sit back and just be like, they just they stomped Purdue. Thirteenth uh, ranked Purdue came into number one ranked. I don't think we mentioned that last week, Marlo. Number one ranked Wisconsin Badgers, and they uh, just took care of business, and it felt really good. It was my silver lining to the weekend as a sports fan. Right, women's volleyball coming out to get yeah number one team picking up where they left off. Uh, Purdue. Not where they left up the last game, but but other than that, the success from last year. Well, yeah, they were okay. They were. They have to be good to be in the games. There you go. To lose in the championship game, to lose very Wisconsin like. Exactly. (laughs) Full circle. All right. Yeah. So uh, weekend series will be back for volleyball, and I think they'll be on the Big Ten Network a lot since they're ranked number one. So that's pretty cool. and I was trying to to explain this to my wife, or trying to think it through, like w- without it being like, <laughs> okay, I'll try it. Um, okay. No, I'm not gonna do it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just a fake. Just a fake. I last week I tried to do a point where I hadn't thought it through. Yep. And it didn't go well. Um, okay. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that again. Uh, okay. So there we go. All right, that sounds good. That sounds good. All right, anything else from the Badgers? Bobo wins. Talk about hockey. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. That is it. All right. Any I guess they're going to play games this week, right? You what? I guess they're going to play games this week. They so are going to play these games this week. They are on the road. I know that. I I think they play uh, Maryland uh, on Wednesday, uh, and then. Uh, we got two games here against Penn State coming up. I, one of them is obviously the rescheduled one uh, from early in the season, uh, and that will be on Saturday. So we got Wednesday and Saturday on the road, looking for revenge against Maryland, and our first game against Penn State. So we got that that this week. And did Penn State Penn State did beat Northwestern? So that's how that game ended. In case you were curious. Uh, all right. All right. Anything in soccer happen this week? Oh, God. Um, yeah. Liverpool, <laughs> they lost twice. It sucks. 
I didn't know that. For real. <laughs> they lost today. I didn't even watch it, uh, to be honest. Um, I, I don't know. I was getting ready for the Packer party and stuff. Um, they lost to Manchester United in the FA Cup 3-2. to uh, And then they lost midweek. Crap, who did they lose to? 1-0. I'm blanking on it. Doesn't matter. They lost again. They are on a horrible, horrible form, as they say in soccer. Uh, and it's not going to get easier coming up. They have a lot of tough, tough games coming up. Uh, and what looked like a month ago, a team that was, you know, revving to repeat as champions now looks like a team that's just hanging on for a top four spot. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough times. Um, but I don't, I don't know. All of the players just can't be not good anymore, right? Like They have to figure it out. Uh, they're still talented players. Uh, they just kind of got to get out of this funk. The goal's just kind of dried up, Marlo. Um, it, they're creating less chances, but not enough. F- fewer that you would think that the this kind of uh, goalless spell would happen. Oh, they lost at home, I should say, for the first time since uh, 2015, I think it was. So they had they had not lost at home for like forty seven games, <laughs> and then they yeah. lost. Who the hell did they lose to? Why am I blanking on this? Um, I'm so bad now that I'm thinking about this. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they lost to Burnley, of course. Burnley, of course. Burnley. Who oh, yeah. is? Uh, that's not what I wanted. Who is uh, bottom six in the league out of 20, so fantastic. Liverpool is now sitting in fourth place with 34 points. Uh, One point ahead of Tottenham, who has one game in hand, and two points ahead of Everton, who have two games in hand. God. All right. There's a reason we didn't put it in the rundown, Marlo. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Just thought I'd give you a chance. I didn't want want our fellow fans to miss out on the Casey Corner Kick, America's favorite segment. Uh, well, let's see if we can end this off with a good note. We got some throw-ins. It's, a, it's actually a wapty throw-in. Uh, Matt Stafford on the move. Matt Stafford and the Lions have decided that they're going to part ways. Yeah. Put him on the market, which... When I think Matt Stafford, I think good quarterback. Yeah. But then it's like, well, what did he do? I think you know. I think Matt's got to pass his whole career because he plays on the Lions. And well, it's like it's not Matt's fault; <laughs> it's the Lions' fault. Um, but yeah, as a serviceable quarterback uh, to be out there, I'm curious what the landing spot would be. And this is kind of starting a, uh, a frenzy of quarterback moves because, of course, Deshaun Watson wants to be moved as well. Um, then you're you know, you're going to have all these quarterbacks in the draft, so. This is all going to be situated out, hopefully, before the drafts. Oh, and then um, not only – oh, yeah, who else? Uh, Phil Rivers retires. Yep. Phil Rivers retires, so that's a vacant spot. That spot maybe Matt could just slide into. Thanks to the uh, opposing defenses and officials on his way out. Class act. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Classy guy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got we, yeah, we already got the offseason up in friends. We got quarterbacks retiring, quarterbacks – wanting to move or parting ways. So it should be interesting. Yeah. I, if I were a team, a quarterback away, I would a hundred percent take a shot or go with Matthew Stafford. I think he's a good quarterback who's been on a crappy team his whole career. 
And if you put him, if you put him on the Colts, you put him on the Broncos. Yeah, San Francisco. Like all of a sudden, those are championship weekend teams. Not going to say Super Bowl, but I mean, imagine (laughs) Matthew Stafford instead of Philip Rivers on that Colts team. Yeah, they're making the AFC Championship game. So I don't. I I I think Stafford's a really good quarterback. He's just been on a really bad team. He's been on. I mean, the Lions have been as dysfunctional of a franchise as anybody. And if you and they hired Dan Campbell, who seems like a meme of a coach. I don't understand uh, how the heck that happened. Uh, his name. Have you seen his name uh, plate on his office? No, I have not. This is Dan Campbell slash the dude. <laughs> uh, did you see his interview where he talked about getting knocked down and breaking kneecaps and yes, coming I did back? See that. that was hilarious. <laughs> um, he doesn't have any head coaching experience outside. What did they say? They said he. So he he was interim coach for the Dolphins, right? When I think all the crap was going on with the Dolphins when they had Richie Incognito and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. was he was there then, so that that's great. Um, and they were like, he's not really an X's and O's guy, but he's like a culture <laughs> guy. And I'm like, that's good. You don't want you, you don't want a coach who like knows how to you know scheme and win games. You want a guy who's going to create a call. It just seemed I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll work out, but. Holy cow, it looks bad right now uh, from my point of view. Um, and then you're moving on from Matthew Stafford, uh, who's the best quarterback you've had since, uh, I don't know, black and white TV, um, <laughs> is not a great first step, I'd say, in, in, that, in that relationship uh, or in that coaching um, position. Uh, but, yeah, I would, I would absolutely um, – He's only 32. I feel like he's like. I feel like he's been in the league forever. Yeah, I feel like he's Rogers' age, but he's four years younger. So it's it's weird. Um, I guess it's probably because Rogers, you know, sat for those couple of years, but uh, you know, has had some injuries, but plays through a lot of injuries. I don't know. I, I would 100 percent if I was one of those teams. You know, and they're talking about it being like a first round. If you're like, if you're the Colts and you're giving up the whatever 24th pick or whatever the heck they have to get Matthew Stafford, I would 100 percent do that. Broncos would be a little tougher because they're probably picking in the teens, right? Yeah. So then, uh, I don't know, but I'm just, those are the teams I've kind of like attached them to in my head. Could be staying in division, going to the Bears. I mean, you would have to give up up so much, I would imagine. (laughs) You would. It would suck it. I would hate it if you went to the Bears. That would make me so (laughs) sad. Uh well we'll yeah we'll see no the Bears will find a way to mess up this whole quarterback thing they'll have all the quarterbacks to be on the market ready and they'll still find a way what to how, what if they traded for him and re-signed Trubisky how much <laughs> how much cap percentage could the Bears commit to quarterback I think <laughs> is what they need to find out because they got to pay Nick Foles oh man that what a hell of a quarterback room they're all rich they'd be fine they'd be yeah, all right. they're all rich no pressure on anybody. No, yeah, you got a former number, you got a number two overall pick, a former Super Bowl MVP, and then Matt Stafford, who was probably Who's the best quarterback on a shitty franchise. Yeah, um, yeah, you could have that. Hell, so could between Matt and tight ends, you could it could be like fifty percent of your cap. <laughs> oh man! All right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, okay, we looked at Deshaun Watson. I can't imagine they trade him. 
but it does seem untenable at this point. Um, I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> the organization. Uh, he is... What would you say? Top, I mean, if you... I, I don't know. I don't want to do like top five or whatever. But if you're starting a franchise, right? He'd probably be the number two pick. He'd be up there, yeah. Probably two, number three. Um, but yeah, he'd be up there, and you got him. Like, figure it out. I don't understand the animosity that the. I don't expect him to, you know, you know, go, go crawling to him and be like, whatever you want, kind of thing. But like, mend the relationship. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Um, but I just think he's too good to to move. Like, you can't trade him. Like, there's no. There's no. You're not gonna get value. You're gonna get equal value. Comparable value. I mean, even in the same stratosphere as that. And I know there's like you know, if Miami moved on from Tua or something, like you're getting a young guy. But it's like you can't. That's not how quarterback works. You can't be like, oh, this other guy has promise. If you have one of the guys, which seems like Watson is. Uh, I mean, I know he hasn't like quote unquote won anything yet, but like people in the league seem to think he is the guy kind of talent. You can't move on from that, so I don't understand why they're the organization is, is is being so finicky about all of it. It's so weird. Got to get Bill Bryan back. There you Straighten go. things out. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew things would get even more crazy with him gone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So NFL quarterbacks moving around. Uh, did I have anything else to to throw in here? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Nope. Uh, I think the only thing, other things worth mentioning, um, melancholy, with the passing of Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it was you know tributes, tributes all around uh, to you know a a mainstay to a staple to a uh, iconic player in, in baseball. Um, but yeah, I think we were remiss without mentioning that before, before signing off here. Yeah, I think the thing that stands out from him, obviously we um, are too young to have, have watched him play. Um, but the the stories that came out were, were absolutely amazing uh, to see. And I think this thing that stands out for him was that he was a great player, but from all uh, records, he was, it's cliche, but even a better person, right? Yeah. Like, um, I think the way the way I think about it is he's up there with uh, Jackie Robinson as far as you know. Obviously, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, but like the crap that like I I read this a long time ago when Barry Bonds was uh, chasing um, Hank Aaron's record um, and kind of the the hate that he got. Uh, but I, I I went down this hole of like, well, what was it like for? For Hank Aaron and the kind of vitriol that he put up with when he was breaking Babe Ruth. If you haven't read that, uh, not you, Marlo, but people listening, it's, it's, it's really worth reading to kind of think about what he put up with when he went through that. And kind of when I, reading about that, it kind of elevated him in my mind. I, I never met him or, or really watched him play, but like, um, I, like, I, like I meet athletes. I don't know why I said it like that. Um kind of elevated his, his stature in my memory as far as um, that goes because the compassion he showed through it and the compassion he showed afterwards was was absolutely amazing. Um, so, yeah, a great a great guy. Uh, and obviously the, the Brewers were lucky enough to 
have him play for them kind of on the, the ends of his career, or Milwaukee, I guess, not necessarily the Brewers, but uh, the city of Milwaukee was lucky enough to have him play for them uh, for for uh, the ends of his career. So, um, yeah, a, a big loss um, for the sports world and, I guess, the world in general. Yeah. All right. All right, anything else, kids, before we sign off here? Uh no, I hope next week I'm in better spirits and less depressed because yeah. this was yeah. this is tough. And um, I hope I, I I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I hope that it, you know, I just hope it come across as like real, right? Like I hope it just doesn't sound like I'm pouting or something. But like you know, we record this to be fans and to share how our you know how we're taking it in. And God, it sucked. It was tough this weekend. So yeah, time time heals all, Casey. And so next week. We'll be back at it. We'll talk Super Bowl, Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl odds, Super Bowl uh, prop bets. Yeah. Sure, we'll get into prop bets, all the fun stuff that comes along with Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, get back in it. So that will be it for me. As always, you guys can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJRKC, at ProfBadgerFans. Again, that's it for me. Casey, you got any last words? Uh, Well, as always, fellow fans, until next time, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.